trying to make y'all comfortable. We're starting this episode with Lisa <laughs> saying she has a joke to tell. So Lisa, please. Do you want to hear a joke? Yes. I didn't come up with this joke. Nick Bailey did. So I can't take credit for it. Okay. Nick Bailey's one of our editors. Okay. What's a pirate's favorite PLL team? Oh, it's the Archers. Yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yay. Correct. That's my favorite joke. And it ties into what we're talking about on our episode today, because today we're joined by Archer's defenseman, Eli Gobrecht, and a special guest, that guest, with yes. one of his Archer's teammates. But first, let's get into our big stories. We announced yesterday our championship series challenge. And what this is, is a bracket style tournament that we are putting on for you guys at home to get involved with a championship series. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's going to be like the March Madness of lacrosse. I'm so excited. I have a void in my heart for March Madness, and this is going to fill it. This is going to fill your March Madness void. You can compete with friends, coworkers, family members, teammates. We have a ton of pools that are are going to be available from like the main PLL pools to sponsor pools to Mm -hmm. influencer pools and some cool prizes attached to them if you win. Yes. You can also make your own pool if you want to compete against with your friends, your people, your family. So if you want to be the first to get notified about when it goes live, go to premierlacrosseleague.com and sign up so that you will be alerted. People think this is easy, but like it is way easier said than done because last year was so crazy with how many like one goal games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seriously impressive if someone can get a perfect bracket yeah and with i think there's going to be like a tiebreakers involved because teams could end up with the same record at the end of the round robin play so there's a lot of different ways it could go so don't sleep on it (laughs) the next big announcement was today we announced our tv schedule Woo! so we know who's playing who what time on what channel and of course the first matchup Mm-hmm. The only way we can have a first matchup is the rematch of the championship game with the Whip Snakes and the Redwoods. That's happening 4 p.m. Eastern time on NBC on July 25th. The revenge. I the mean, revenge. You know each of these teams has been wanting to get back mm-hmm. at that other team, whether it's Whip Snakes solidifying that they deserve to win that game or Redwoods wanting their revenge. Yep. So that is going to be a good game. And these first games of this championship series – First eight are on NBC or NBC Sports. Yes. Which is huge. Very big. So that is awesome for this league, the sport. I'm, this is great. Yeah. It's, we're going to be on your screens for like four days straight on your main channels. So you have Music no excuse to ears. not to watch. That game is also Matt Rambo's birthday. Fun fact. So will Matt Rambo have a good birthday or will he have a bad, bad birthday? birthday? Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> And then that night we will see Chaos vs. Chrome on NBCSN at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Get to see this mm-hmm. new Chrome defense. Yep. They got a facelift. And facelift. they also they have the new coach. They have these new pieces. So there's all this talk that they have this like chemistry that's stronger than last year. And mm-hmm. this is the game where you kind of practice what you preach. You Chrome know? back 2020. Yes, that's, that's when the Chrome back begins. Will begin. Then we have Water Dogs vs. Atlas on NBC on Sunday, July 26th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. First look at the dogs. I know. First look at the dogs. When this episode comes out, the Water Dogs jerseys, as PLL stated, are coming out later this week. Yep. So 
they're going to look really, really good for NBC. And that's going to be the first time that everyone gets to see this Water Dogs team. And I'm nervous if, for them. If Copeland really did kind of knock it out of the park, because a lot of people say he did, but we will see. Yeah. And their jerseys look really good. Hint, hint. Yeah. Wink, wink. And then you have Redwoods versus Chaos Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on NBCSN. Joan Salcedo matchup since they've been traded. Body Slam Blaze. Oh, yes. Love to bring that back. Yes. So that is going to be a hot matchup. Yeah. Expect to see some fireworks on NBC. And like Emma said, we have two games on NBC and five games on NBCSN between Saturday and Tuesday. So mark your calendars now because you'll be watching TV all day long. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's get into our interview with Eli Gobricht. We asked him Mm -hmm. a lot of fun questions to get to know him because we don't know him too much. I don't know him at all. No. I've only heard very good things about him, though, from the second he joined the PLL. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get to know him a little bit and play a fun segment. Guess that guest with one of his archers teammates. So here is Eli. Please welcome to the show defenseman for the archers lacrosse club and newbie to the PLL Eli Gobrecht. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hi, Eli. Eli, when we Hi there. um like got the list of entry players, we talked to uh, Romar Dennis about them on one of our podcasts. And we couldn't figure out how to say your last name. How do you say your last name? Um, it's kind of tough, actually. I go through this a lot, but it's Gobrecht. So you say the T. Yeah, so Gobrecht. It's a go German go name, Brecht. so kind of kind of hard to pronounce, but I'm sure you guys will get it. <laughs> well, Romar knew exactly who we were talking about, because I, I looked at Emma and I go, do you know how to say his name? And she <laughs> goes, like, no. no. <laughs> and Romar goes, Eli? And we were like, yes. He yeah, also that's like... Uh, first day of class when the teacher's looking at the list and they're like uh I'm not sure how to say this name and like that was like yep that's me <laughs> he said that you were gonna be a guy that we were all gonna have fun and like be really good friends so mm-hmm. you have a high bar so please don't okay. he also told us put the pressure you- on me he also told us that you were um sort of like semi-pro hockey growing up is that true yeah, so I, I took a year off after high school to play junior hockey uh, in Rochester, New York. Uh, I was trying to play college hockey or potentially professional at that point. Um, and then I ended up, I had a good experience, but I ended up just kind of like wanting to go to school. And, you know, some guys can play till they're like 21 in the junior hockey system. And I didn't want to be like the 22-year-old freshman when I got to college. So um, after a year, I was kind of like... Uh, Sorry, my dog is going nuts right now. Um, but I just decided I kind of wanted to go to school, and uh, lacrosse was an option that I could start playing again, and it ended up working out really well. Well, that's why we have you on this podcast, because we want to get to know who you are. We don't know much about you. Our fans don't know much about you. I don't know anything. But we do good things. So we're going to start by tell us who Eli is, where are you from, where did you go to school, Hometown. Oh, yes, all the stuff we need to know about Eli. What's your hometown? Uh, Ithaca, New York. So I, I grew up in upstate New York, go upstate, went to college actually at Ithaca College. So I was the townie at school. And then um, after that, I actually went to grad school in England for a year uh, before I started playing pro lacrosse. So I got my uh, my master's degree over there and was playing lacrosse for uh, Durham University. And then 
now I'm living out in Seattle and uh, working with uh, Drew Snyder, actually, uh, my, my friend of me right now, who's uh, on the Water Dogs. But we work together at Cityside Lax, and we've coached the last two years together at O'Day High School in Seattle. You're one of few guys in the PLL that comes from a D3 background. How much do you think that has molded you as a player? <laughs> uh, I think I definitely play with a chip on my shoulder. Um, it's It's been fun playing with Mike Simon. He was actually my teammate my rookie year, too. And like when I first game I played, I was actually playing against Paul Rabel and Rob Pinnell. And I was like, holy crap, like I've been watching these guys for years. This is kind of like a, a welcome to the pros moment. And I think I actually gave Pinnell an assist and he was on the other team. Um, but after just kind of playing a few games and, and playing at this level, like you do have doubts coming from the D3 background, but I think it's allowed me to play a little hungrier and uh, kind of always have that mentality of like people are going to look at me and be like where the heck is Ithaca College and I take that as like a motivational thing for myself and I think it allows me to play like I said with that chip on my shoulder. Speaking of Rob Pinnell you're playing Atlas this season and your job is going to be to cover guys like Rob Pinnell and other best attackmen in the world like Jordan Wolf. how are you preparing for that? Uh, I've been training really really hard it's it's been a little different uh, with the semi-quarantine situation but like a lot of my training is is working on my footwork because it is really hard to stay with those guys you know if you can't keep up maybe throw a couple healthy whacks but been doing a lot of training and and footwork stuff and lifting and just trying to be in the best shape possible to, to help my team when you were drafted by the archers what was your initial thought to getting to play alongside those guys i was really really excited about that i talked to coach bates um I think a few weeks before the draft and then, you know, he called me right before they made the selection, but like really the first guy that jumps out is Tom Schreiber. I think he's the best player in the world right now. So getting to play with him is like, you know, you always are going to have a chance at a championship with a guy like that. And then looking at the defense, um, I was talking with Matt McMahon today and we're just really excited to play with each other. Cause I think that our, our styles complement each other really well. You know, he's a lefty and I'm a righty and, we play a little bit different style. So uh, I'm really excited to play with those two guys in particular. Being a new guy within the PLL, let's talk about what kind of defender are you? Um, I'm, I'm a pretty aggressive defender. I would say sometimes, especially when I was, you know, a rookie uh, coming into pro lacrosse, I was maybe a little too aggressive and got myself into trouble. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll take a couple penalties, you know, I'll make a couple missteps, but um, I think I'm a guy that really likes to, pester other attackmen and just stay on their hands all the time and, and be a nuisance, nuisance and a guy that people don't want to play against. The Archers had statistically the best defense in 2019, but they lost like five one-goal games. What do you think you can contribute to the defense that's going to make the difference this year? Well, I think, you know, our defense was really, really good last year. Just I've watched a lot of film um, of those guys and something that we do is we slide a lot. Like some teams rely more on one-on-one matchups, but it's more about team defense. So I think just building that trust is going to be super important. Um, you know, it's like Jackson Place getting injured last year, um, trying to fill his spot a little bit. We play a similar style. So it's it's been good to, uh, to get on some Zoom sessions with these guys and, you know, whether we're doing a happy hour and having a couple beers or, or getting down and dirty in the film room. Um, I think building that trust is just really important. Going off of that, there is a lot of pressure on y'all because you have now Grant and 
you kind of do have all the pieces together. Do you like that pressure or are you more, you don't want to be talked about in that way? Uh, well, I actually like what Marcus said. Like, I think it was on the fast break a couple of weeks ago. He was just saying like, you know, really, we don't really feel any pressure. Like, I don't think there's any pressure on us. So regardless of that, like, I, I always feel like I'm kind of fueled by people doubting us. So I like the underdog mentality. And that's the one that I'm going to kind of take. And I'm sure like a lot of people aren't really familiar with my game or the way that I play yet. And I take that as an advantage coming into the league. So I don't really feel too much pressure. Uh, you participated in Archer's Week. How important was that for you to start building building chemistry with all of your teammates? I think it was, it was huge. I mean, it started basically because I think Grant wanted to go and meet Will and Marcus and just get to know them because they're going to be, you know, really right alongside each other for – these three weeks and it's important for them to build the chemistry. And then Marcus kind of put the invite out to our group chat. And, you know, normally I wouldn't be able to just pick up and leave and do something like that. But with the current situation, it was something that I was able to do. And it was awesome. I mean, I was roommates with, uh, with Curtis Corley all week. So we got pretty close and then uh, McKay and Grant were right across the hall. So we were just up at like an Airbnb in Park City training and hanging out, doing all kinds of stuff. So it was a ton of fun. What was the best part? The day we went wake surfing might have been the best part. Uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun seeing like who was, uh, who was good at it and who was not so good at it. And I would say that I was uh, one of the guys who was not so good, but I think I did a little bit better than Marcus. <laughs> nice. We saw you posted a photo a couple weeks ago on Instagram. I think it was your headshot from college and you had some serious flow. I think Romar too mentioned to us that you had like <laughs> flow while he played with you. Uh, what do we have to do to get that back are you growing it out currently um i've been i've been working on the hair a little bit i haven't gotten a haircut in quite a while so it's it's getting pretty long kind of just on the top not so much in the back um <laughs> but the mustache is always uh always a possibility my beard grows like insanely fast so i'll have something in the works i don't want to give too much away right now but we'll have something fun planned for the tournament nice maybe a like mohawk or something <laughs> back to getting to know you let's go rapid fire okay if you're not playing lacrosse what are you doing um probably hanging out with friends hiking doing stuff like that favorite movie Ooh, i'm gonna go with old school favorite artist music artist oh, that's a tough one i you might not know this one but i really like lake street dive i've never heard of them no <laughs> check them out favorite food I'm going to go with teriyaki. Living in Seattle, I've been eating a ton of teriyaki. It's really good here. Cold weather or hot weather? Um, probably hot weather. I grew up on the East Coast, but I've kind of gotten away from the, the winters there. <laughs> yeah. Last one. Why defense? Because um, it's fun stopping the offensive guys from having fun. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Good answer. All right. Are you ready for guests? Yes. Guess. Okay, here are your clues. This person might be the Inside Feeds number one fan, has gotten very good at Family Feud in quarantine, and was a member of Archer's Week. Hmm. Oh, he doesn't know. This is great. <laughs> I have no idea. Can I ask a question? Did he stay at the house with us? <laughs> Um, is it, is it, uh, is it Grant? 
No. No? That's one guess. <laughs> we'll give you three guesses. Okay. Is it McKay? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Last one. Is it, all right. Was it Marcus? No! <laughs> Reveal yourself. Yeah! Oh, crap. I should have known. What's up, buddy? <laughs> you were so close. Come on, bro. <laughs> well, we might have created some tension. The, I was thinking people in the Airbnb. Yeah, they didn't really answer that question, but it's no, good to be Thanks for having me. Because if I answered it, it would have given it away, probably. Mm -hmm. I'm nasty at Family Feud, by the way, Eli. Is that your new skill? Kind of. <laughs> we take Not the, should we take the archers on as a family? I... I Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be something we do in the bubble is do a family feud style during training camp week. I'm just going to throw it out there. That would be fun. Social distance. Will, are you the host or are you no, playing? playing? Are you the first contestant on the like the, row? Yeah, the Like strongest. the most important one? Yeah. Yes. Who would be your in your family feud? You can only have five people, right? Yes. Yeah. Who are you taking in your family feud? You? On my team? Yeah. Eli. Eli. Marcus, for sure. He's really good at that stuff. Eli? Eli. Scott. Okay. And Dominique. Oh, Ooh, that's a good solid answer. Choices. Solid choices. I feel like Nick is really good at just... Random facts. Being a teacher. Yeah, just being... Like, he, <laughs> one left on like the eight, eight sections. Yeah. I'll just get it because he's good at that kind of stuff but yeah those would be my five i think i like but eli eli might be on the border because he didn't really get me here so i know i was gonna say that's probably hurting my chances right now if i had to substitute if i had like one alternate it would be matt mcmahon mm. he's smart. we got some smart yeah. dudes on our team yeah he went to ivy. a lot of ivy guys ivy leaguers me and Eli, we're D3ers. Yeah. I grew up in a town with an Ivy League school, but did not go there. <laughs> uh, well, what is what are you most excited for about getting to play with Eli? Um, you know, I, I think the coaches did such a good job of, you know, with with Christian and Eli, two guys that fit the mold of our team, of, of um, guys that work really hard and, and kind of fit into – um, the locker room that we have and for me personally with Eli you know just from watching him play um, in the other league and then having him at Archers week you could just see how athletic and how aggressive he is and that brings a cool style of defense to us um, we have a fundamentally sound defense we slide a lot and, and a guy like Eli allows us to have a guy like Matt McMahon who can cover a number one guy um, potentially cover a number two and, and control the defense with his voice um, while Eli goes and kind of can freelance a little bit and cause some havoc um, behind the goal. And um, from watching him play, it seems like there's going to be a lot of sticks flying in the air. So I can't wait uh, for, for some of those. Love it. I can't wait to see it so soon. All right. Well, thank you, you two. Before we get into that speed, boy, this podcast is brought to you by our incredible friends at Ticketmaster, the official presenting sponsor of the championship series starting July 25th through August 9th on NBC. 
Ticketmaster has all of your needs when it comes to concerts, sporting events, arts and theater, and more. To check out everything they have to offer, head to Ticketmaster.com or open up the Ticketmaster app. That's Ticketmaster.com or open up the Ticketmaster app. It is now time for That Speed, boy. That Speed, boy. During this segment, Emma will have 52 seconds to answer as many interesting stats, fun facts about our players, league, games this season, anything I can think of. This week, it is Archer-specific. If you get it correct, you'll hear this sound. And if you get it wrong, you'll hear this sound. Are you ready? I don't know. (laughs) Well, Manny's going to listen to this and judge me. I can feel it from here. (laughs) Oh, I think, okay, no, I'm going to do good. I'm going to go into it positive, and then I'm going to, like, knock it out of the park. All right, tell me when. Ready, go. What was the Archer's record? Regular season? Mm -hmm. This is all regular season, by the way. Five and five. Yes! Who led the Archer's in points? Manny. Oh, no. Who led the Archer's in calls turnovers? Um... Scott Ratliff. Yes. Where did Curtis Corley go to college? Oh, oh, I know this. Um, he went to. Oh my god, I know this. <laughs> it's blue. No. No, it's not. Is it Virginia? Oh my god, I know this. Who are the archers and goals? Manny. Oh my god. What number is Dominique Alexander? Oh, I love Dominique. Um, twenty-one. Close. Oh <laughs> no! Five and five, correct. Got that. Tommy Shribes led the oh, archers in points. I'm sorry, Tommy Shribes. Scott Ratliff had 13 calls oh, turnovers. Curtis Corley went to Maryland. Oh, I knew. No. He's a terp. <laughs> I knew that. He he was a rookie last year. Correct. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they drafted him. Uh, Marcus led the archers in goals with 23. Will was one behind him with 22. I was about to say, they were really very close. And Dominique is number 23. (sighs) Not bad. (laughs) You say that every week. Not great, yeah. Not bad, not great. Not great. Could do better. (laughs) That's a good life motto. We need to start getting fans. Could do better. We need to start getting fans in on this. I know, I almost asked, I was going to be like, Will, do you want to do that speed boy? But he's done it with us before. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) just kidding <laughs> but i really want to get fans involved because they think they can beat me they don't realize it's a lot harder they don't than realize seems. even joe keegan said yeah well i made his like extra extra hard because he's a smarty pants okay, not that well, you're not a smarty pants wowzers that's like his job you know it's my job too yeah it is sort of your job too all right well that is our episode we will talk to you guys next week But before we go, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. Please leave us a review. Please. Make sure you also follow us at The Inside Feed on Twitter and Instagram and at LisaRema29 and at EmmaDams on IG. You can also follow Eli at Eli Gobrecht and Will Manny at WillManny1. We're very close to getting to Salt Lake City. I'm excited, but there's there's a a lot lot to do. (laughs) There's a lot to do just from a packing perspective. Yes. Like, I have to start thinking about that now. How many bottles of shampoo do I need to bring? I had a, a big, a big one. I don't. That's know. all I know. <laughs> How do I get late night snacks? Yes, yeah, snacks is a big one too. I'm gonna need a suitcase just for snacks. Uh, yeah, 
my carry on. Yeah. These are decisions we have to make. But we will talk to you guys next week. Woo! Bye. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. 